Welcome to a new podcast where we're breaking through and breaking it down with a new girl, your host, Dawn Piercy. Welcome to a new podcast. My name is Dawn Piercy. I am your host, and I am delighted to bring you Jeff Davis. He is a very well-known actor. You may know him from, uh, he was in Wes Craven's New Nightmare as Freddy's Hand Devil, okay? And we'll ask him a little bit about that. Uh, you may notice him from Grey's Anatomy, Private Practice, Jay Leno's show, uh, all the way to Castle and many other shows that you may have recognized him in. Jeff, it's great to have you on a new podcast. How are you doing? I'm doing great. It's good to be here. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Now, I, I want to know, how did you get started in acting? I know you started acting in the 90s, and you probably have quite a few shows that are not even on your IMDb. Um, yeah, I, well... A lot of little films and stuff that didn't make it on there, but most everything's on there. Um, but I started not not your typical actor. I actually um, I from a small town in Maine. Uh huh. And, uh, people, you know, don't look outside the box too much. They pretty much do what you do. You right. The same people live down the street that lived there when you were, you know, five years old. They they're still there when they're fifty years old. Um, but I had a friend that when I was in my early twenties and. She's like, oh, why don't you take this acting class she saw at the local college? So mm -hmm. I, I did a play, and that was pretty much the first acting I'd ever done. And I'm like, oh, that's kind of neat. And I kind of put it on the back burner. I owned my own store. I sold fitness equipment. Okay. And uh, one day I was sitting in there watching. It was slow, so I had a TV on in the office. And I saw this girl that was in the play with me, and she was on a soap opera. And I said, that's what I want to do. So I, not, not, not necessarily be on the soap opera, but I sold everything. I spent the next year selling off my store, selling off everything, and finding out what was going on in L.A. I decided that's where I wanted to go was Los Angeles. Okay. And flew out here and just dove right in, not knowing anything with no training, no resume, no nothing. I just made up my mind I was going to be an actor. I love it. I love it. I love it. So when you when you were in Wes Craven's New Nightmare, um, tell us about Freddy's hand and and how did that come in to play for um, you? Okay, what had happened was I I wasn't here for that one. That was my first movie, and I was as I was Robert England's stand-in. Okay, photo double. So basically, when you didn't see his face, you didn't see the head with the mask. It was me, the body walking through caverns and the, the claw scraping across things. And Wes suggested that I play a scene in the opening of the movie. He like, you know, we get along well. Mm -hmm. And it was called The Creator in the script. But for some reason, when they put it into the IMDb page, it come out as Freddy's hand double. Which I, <laughs> so people, it, it confuses people. But if you watch the movie, the opening scene of the movie is a movie within the movie. And I am the Freddy character. I cut my own arm off and I have this robotic hand that I built and I slam it onto my arm. And then it pulls back to reveal Wes Craven directing a movie within the movie. And he's like, more blood, more blood. And that was, that was my big scene. That is too cool. Too cool. So when, when you started acting after you were the hand double, um, how 
was it for you getting more parts? Did you get them more frequently? Um, did you go to acting school? I didn't. I mean, I tried an acting class. I met some people when I first moved out here, some other actors, and one of them, Christoph St. John from The Young and the Restless, who recently passed away. He's a really nice guy. Uh, Christoph suggested I he introduced me to his acting coach, uh, Virgil Fry. I went there for a while, but I, I realized rather quickly that it wasn't for me. Mm -hmm. um, I, I everything I do, I do by I learn by doing. And when I started listening and and trying to learn acting from someone else, I started thinking too much. I started acting, if that makes sense. Like theater, right? It's where it's yeah. more dramatized. Yes, I'm more natural and. So I just figured if the more I do it, the more natural I'll get. So I just started auditioning and just doing whatever I could do to be in front of a camera and to be learning as I as I went. And I did student films, um, you know, no budget movies, uh, whatever I could get my hands on. And I just kind of learned as I went. And they came slow. You know, it was early. It was the first ten years was really uh, slow moving. Mm -hmm. um, um, and I got married and had two kids right off the bat. That didn't help matters any because then I had to find a way to support a family while I was struggling. Right, right. Um, but then you know, I, I kept at it, luckily, and my wife supported me, and, and I did it. I, I, I started doing handyman work to survive, and I would drop the kids off at school. I would go to a handyman job. I would get started. I'd run to an audition, run back to the handyman job, pick up my tools, run to school, pick up the kids, take them to soccer practice or what have you. And that was my life for, you know, 15 years. Well, and then my, yeah. I, I want to ask, sure. you said that you sold everything. You left everything that you knew and that you had to pursue your dreams. I did. At, at what point, because that's very courageous, and at what point did did you know that no matter what, you were going to do what you had to do to make it. And how was that for you? Did you have fear or did you just be like, I got this? I, I to be honest, I don't, nothing in life scares me, I guess, for the most part. So I didn't really have a fear, but I remember a defining moment. And I think I'd been here probably a year or so. I had done a few little things mm -hmm. and, I was, you know, and I was kind of sad and lonely and I went to a Johnny Rockets, and I had about 10 bucks to my name, and, you know, money was tight. I was making right. a video, uh, making, like, $6 an hour, and I had a, you know, I had rent to pay, I had a car payment, you know, car insurance, and um, I sat down, and and I think this wave of emotions came over me. It was almost, and I bought a burger and fries and a shake, and something just came over me, and tears kind of rolled down, you know, almost in, welled up in my eyes, and I thought, you know, I'm... I'm I'm where I belong. Don't ask me why or what or how. I wasn't a working actor. Um, I had no friends or family really here, just a few. Um, but something at that moment said, you're, you're, you're doing the right thing. You're where you belong. And from then on, I never looked back. Well, that's really inspirational. <clears throat> now, who, who was your inspiration in um, growing up that made that triggered you wanting to take this leap of faith i i think what's funny is is my a big inspiration was robin williams and i thought i was going to come out here and be the next the funniest guy in, in los angeles and the what happened was is i've done very little comedy it's, it's uh 
I, right off the bat, I started doing dramatic shows, uh, you know, private practice, West Wing. Yeah. Uh, and I, I've done very few comedic roles. Uh, someday I hope to get into some funny stuff. But now my other, the other thing that really, I think as any kid, Cowboys and Indians, and I loved Clint Eastwood movies. And that has kind of my passion now as an older adult who's been acting for years is I want to bring back the Western. I want to start making Westerns. And, uh, and uh, I just I got a chance this year to do my first one, and it was a lot of fun. So love it, love it, love it. Now that would that be Showdown in the Brazos by chance that you're currently filming? Well, I'm finished. Oh, did you? Okay. Yeah. Awesome. I flew into Texas and uh, shot my stuff, and they 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 worked around me and got me in and out because they had to put me up. But yeah. Okay, okay. Now, I, I noticed that you have quite a few, you know, a few projects in post-production. Um, some that you're filming, I don't know if you're done with. Uh, one would be Casting the Net, which is a TV series. You play Land Baron. And one that was announced, um, which we, of course, would be coming up, um, you probably don't know yet, of Myth and Legend, where you played Doc McPherson. That's another Western that I'm looking forward to. I hope everything goes well. Awesome. Awesome. And, and then a, a couple in post-production. You've got Outrage and Proximity. And you were recently um, a series regular on A Girl Named Joe. And um, that's a TV series for our audience, if you didn't know that. And he and uh, Jeff plays as Thomas Chambers. Can you tell us a little bit about that? And where can we see it? Sure. It's actually, it's a, it's kind of, it's this new media world we're living in. It was a kid's show uh, and it showed on a YouTube channel called, it's a company called Brat, B-R-A-T. Okay. They have like 13 shows in the, in the works. And the girl named Joe was their first foray into more dramatic uh, adult, theme. you know, it's a kid's show still, but they, mm -hmm. it was or um, more like a regular TV series. And I play Joe's dad, Thomas. And, um, it took place in the 60s. Okay. He did, he did three seasons. Um, so you can watch them all on YouTube. Um, it's a it's a fun little show. It, it deals deals a lot with what some of the things that happened in the 60s with race relations and different things like that. Right, so, right. Um, did you get, like, yeah, I think you got a phone call. <laughs> that always happens. That my guests always disappear when a phone call comes in momentarily, <laughs> but I can still hear them. Yeah. <laughs> now, you were also, you know, Grey's Anatomy. How was that? Because that's such a big show. I think I watched Grey's Anatomy, like, religiously for the first, yep. I don't know how many seasons. And then I kind of got lost because life started happening and uh, all that jazz. How was that for you? Uh, Grey's Anatomy was, it was, I was a small character on Grey's Anatomy. Um, I pl it was actually, um, uh-oh, what happened? I lost you again. You still there? Yeah, I'm here. I touched the screen. Um, I played a, a recruiting, an army recruitment officer who sends one of the main characters into the army when he left the show. So I was the last person he sees. Okay. Okay. His name, his name TK, I can't even remember the, the actor's name, but so I was the last person he saw. But the, the interesting thing about that is that cast, same casting office and that same company did Private Practice, which was a spinoff. Yes. I did a, I did a nice, nice episode of that. And I just recently did an episode of Station 19, which is a new spinoff from Grey's Anatomy. Oh, really? Okay. 
that will be coming out soon. I had a nice guest star. Very um, nice. Yeah. Yeah, it says uh, you're in episode three, and you yeah. play as Martin, and that comes out in 2020. So that's something we can definitely look forward to. Absolutely. Now, growing up, did, did you ever have the thought that you wanted to be an actor, or was it just after, you know, you already had your business and your life? before you sold everything? I think I always kind of wanted it. Uh, as a kid, I thought, you know, but you don't really go that route. But for some reason, it was always kind of inside me. And when I was in high school, I actually, uh, when I was a freshman, I got approached by our theater teacher. And, um, but as a freshman, you know, you're trying to fit in and be cool. And I was a, you know, I was a jock. And he asked, I was acting up in class one day. He was my English teacher, but he was also the theater. He's like, Jeff, you know, you're pretty funny. You ought to come out and try out for one of our plays. And I'm like, I, I wanted to so badly, but I didn't want to get caught up in that group. It wasn't. The <laughs> that I... That's funny. <laughs> I, I grew up in drama club, but yeah. I had a lot of friends that were jocks too. Yeah. But yeah. I was the type, I did not care. I was like, if you don't like it, you can eat my fist. <laughs> I along with all the groups of people. Like yeah. Some of my the burnouts, as they were called, I guess. And then the jocks. And then, but I just. As a freshman in high school, I just, that wasn't, I didn't want to be in that category. I guess. Right. And looking back on it, it was pretty stupid, but that's just, you know, that's who I was at 15. So, so what uh, sports did you play in school? Football, I, let me guess. We, we didn't have football. Really? Football was, yeah, I was what? told that uh, soccer was huge. And I okay. I played a lot of football. I did play soccer in, in junior high, and I played football whenever we could, but we didn't have it in school, so... I actually played basketball and I and I did track and field. I okay. Uh, and did a lot of field events. I didn't like to run much, but I pole vaulted and I did the shot put and discus and javelin and whatever they need. I was like a utility guy. Whatever they needed, I could step in and, and get fourth place. Very nice. So, who is your biggest inspiration in all that you do? Um, you know, I think. Probably my, my, my dad and my stepdad. I mean, I was lucky. I had uh, my parents divorced when I was young, but I had a really good stepdad who at 20 years old married my mom, brought up my brother and myself who were 10 and 6 at the time. So at 20 years old, he, he was the man of the house and had a 10-year-old and a 6-year-old and a wife and did a great job. And uh, at the same time, my dad uh, married a woman with seven kids and raised her seven kids. So I grew up with nine, you know, there was nine of us. Wow. You know, we, when we went, when I went to my dad's house, we went places, there was nine of us. We had a van, it looked like one of those clown cars from the kids, we all came out of the van. Uh, but it was a great experience. At home, it was me and my brother, and, and at my dad's, it was nine of us. So it's, and both, both of my, my dad and my stepdad were incredibly hard workers, and they provided well, and uh, which is a big influence on me, which has made me who I am. I mean, I'm a hard, you know, I work hard, uh, whether I'm working on a film or working in someone's house uh if someone's paying me to do something i i got that kind of work ethic where i i give it my all nice nice well very inspirational indeed jeff not many people um have i met as aside from you uh to be able to give up everything that they know to allow their dreams to come true and actually go out and pers pursue it and be successful at it. That's amazing. If you had one thing that you'd like to say to the world, Jeff, what would it be? What one thing that I'd like to say to the world? Yeah. 
be nice to each other. You know, Amen. We're, li- we're living in a world right now where a smile and a hug uh, goes a long ways. And I think that uh, people need to start uh, looking at one another as people and not as uh, pawns in a political game. So, um, you know, just when you see someone smile, say hi. Don't be afraid to uh, let someone know that they're, you know, they mean something. Absolutely. I really am looking forward to catching your upcoming projects that are coming out. So we will definitely also keep our audience involved in that and let you know when those things are coming out. Um, For our audience and our listeners, those that are not watching the video, but actually streaming and listening, where can they find you at on social media to follow you and keep up with what you've got going on? Um, right now, uh, I have everything under J.F. Davis Actor. Okay. On Twitter, Instagram, J.F. Davis Actor. Facebook, J.F. Davis or J.F. Davis Actor. Um, I do have a movie that um, in the works right now that I'm raising the financing for uh, that I'm going to be directing my first film called The Demons Within. Okay. also on Facebook under The Demons Within. Um so yeah, check me out, and uh, I have a, I have a website that's also JF, jfdavisactor.com. So I, I try to put everything under one name so it's easy to find. Me, so. Great, and and for those watching the video and our listeners, if you go to a newpodcast.com, click Jeff's feature photo. It will take you directly to his bio page. On that bio page, you're going to see all the interactive links. You can check out clips, his acting clips, what he has going on. Be sure to follow. Keep up, check out his IMDb uh, because it's updated regularly and you can see everything that's coming up. Uh, Jeff, it has been absolutely great to have you come on and be on the show uh, as I was traveling this last week. And um, if you like this episode, be sure to click like, share, comment, get involved. If you have any questions, let us know and um, you share and that way other people can enjoy this episode too. Um, a new podcast is available on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, all of your stream- favorite streaming platforms and check us out on Celebre.media. Uh, that is a syndicated TV network and that's C-E-L-E-B-R-E dot media and go to the TV guide and check us out and see when we air. Uh, This is Dawn Piercy and Jeff Davis signing off. Until next time, keep it real.